And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Update with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Ding, ding. I have access to information. Wow. That the public doesn't. And welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Keith Parrish for your weekend update. Coming up, Nikola Jokic hits another game winner. The Thunder roll over the Nets. And LeBron James joins Kareem in rarefied air. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Keith, second night of a back-to-back for the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid hit a game winner Saturday night against the Utah Jazz, how would they follow it up against the Lakers? Well, it took every damn thing that Joel Embiid had. 35 points in this game to lead the Sixers to another one-point victory. Back-to-back one-point victories, Keith. Uh, those guys look tired. Yeah, it was uh, It was a great game, honestly. You had the historic moment of LeBron James passing 38,000 points in his career you had uh an excellent game from lebron i mean he came out hot to start you know he was like he wanted to get it out of the way he wanted to go ahead and just all right worry about that uh early it's done now i'm gonna play basketball like he was great you had a very solid westbrook game until a unfortunate final possession but like you get hardened um i mean the sixers are interesting like up and down their roster they're searching, like they're winning. They're doing fine right now, but you can tell like they're trying to mix things up. They they experimented they experimented with a new starting lineup. They moved Maxi into like a sixth man role. And still, like if you watch the Sixers games, I don't think they know who they're gonna close with every single night. I think it's some of its hot hand. Someone's like, hey, George Yang's knocking down shots, he's gonna close. So they're still searching, but like you said, they they now have pulled out two one point wins on the road on consecutive days. So uh it's good to win while you're still learning about yourself. Yeah, and getting to the game, you mentioned LeBron uh, passing that milestone, 38,000 points. He's now the second player in NBA history to reach that mark. Of course, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the first. He he scored his 38,000th point on a 20-foot jumper with about 543 left in the first quarter. Keith, he only needs 364 more points after tonight's game where he had 35 points. By the way, this guy is still averaging 30 points a game at 38 years old, uh, quite a bit different than the old man Kareem that I grew up watching. Um, you know, if he was doing what LeBron's doing, I, I'm not sure if he would have ever retired given the quality of competition back then. So it's amazing that LeBron still looks like, I mean, he's not in his peak and we know that, but he certainly has not fallen off all that much, or he just knows how to game the system so well that it doesn't matter, but only 364 more points to break the all-time scoring record, Keith. Yeah, I mean, you say he's not at his peak, but, like, this will do. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 
this will do until the peak gets here, I guess. It's like he's so good, and he's so fantastic. And, and it's weird where I know Lakers fans are, are stuck in a weird spot, and, and they keep losing these close games. And, like, they've been competitive after their slow start to the season, and they're just right outside, like, that, that play and chase. And it's interesting in the Western Conference where uh, there's, what, there's six t- teams with a winning record? Uh, and so, like, they still have a chance to make it, but they keep dropping these games, they have a chance of winning. And when you, I want to say they squander these LeBron games, because he, I think he's going to keep giving you more of them. But, like, you know, you see him pass into Winyan Gabriel in the final minute, and, like, Winyan Gabriel drops the ball out of bounds. I mean, it was a tough play, but still, like, help LeBron out. I mean, Troy Brown Jr. makes a big shot, but you're still like, this is LeBron James. You know, one of the top two to three greatest players of all time. And it's like, he's passing in the final moments of these games to Winyan Gabriel and Troy Brown Jr., and maybe those guys will develop greatly over the next decade and become some legendary or something. But like, it's like, all right, he needs a little bit more um, and maybe also a little bit less. Russell Westbrook? Well, let's get to that. Uh, <laughs> last couple of possessions, okay? So Joel Embiid has the ball. The, the Sixers up one. He gets the switch. He has Russell Westbrook guarding him. This is good Russ. Russ is strong. He, he stays up. Uh, gets his chest into Joel Embiid, keeps him out of the paint, forces Joel Embiid into a fadeaway from around the free throw line. Great, Russ. He gets the rebound. Great, Russ. 14 seconds left. Pushes the ball down, Keith, on the offensive end, and there's nothing happening. Now, this is where, you know, they have two timeouts left. I'm thinking, okay, time time for Darvin Ham to, to call a timeout, maybe draw up a play. Everybody else has different ideas, including Russell Westbrook, Keith, who dribbles to nowhere. Great defense by Joel Embiid. Russell Westbrook finally kind of turns the corner, but the help rotates over. He, I, I believe he was trying to make a pass uh, when, when he turned the ball over. The pass yeah. gets blocked at the rim. It hits the rim. It was embarrassing. Well, I believe it was. I, I think actually George Niang actually made a defensive stop, which is really funny for this team that has guys like uh, D'Anthony Melton and Matisse Tybel. And it's like, oh, they're going, or P.J. Tucker. It's like, oh, they're going offense with Yang. But Yang's in there, um, hanging down there on the block, and I believe deflects the pass before it hits the rim. But, like, it, it was the same. It was a thing, like you said, nothing happened. Like, I understand not calling a timeout. And, of course, I'm, I'm an armchair podcaster sitting at home, um, and Darvin Ham knows what he's doing. But, like, once you get that initial push and nothing happens and you don't get an advantage – and there was even a mo- there was a moment with about ten seconds left he lost where the ball. yeah Embiid hits the ball and you lose the ball and no one's been standing no one's been moving for four seconds before that at that point I'm like they're they're gonna call timeout right they gotta set something up because this is going nowhere fast but uh, unfortunately I mean maybe they, they like the matchup you'd think Westbrook if he could beat Embiid off the dribble like he's gonna do that most of the time then he could make a pass but. Maybe it was the unexpected help defensive Yang or something else or the lack of movement on the Lakers' offense. But I fall back to, like, the Lakers keep losing these close games. And it, it just, it's just unfortunate. I mean, I don't mean to take a cheap shot at Westbrook because he was solid this, this whole They're game. They're not he, in he, position to win the game if not for Westbrook not. in this game. He had yeah. 20 points, 11 assists, only four turnovers, which, you know, that's not bad for Russ, and, and 14 rebounds, of course. One turnover being the final play and of the game. And- 198th triple-double. So, like, the guy's a Hall of Famer. The guy's great. And it's just, uh, it was just an unfortunate uh, final situation where it, it paints that bullseye where everyone is going to say, hey, why aren't we calling timeout here? Like, what, what are we doing? 
unsung hero in this game is going to be James Harden, who has been totally under the radar the last few weeks. Keith, he's been playing his freaking guts out. 24 points, 13 assists, only two turnovers. Had a steal and a block, seven rebounds. Uh, all around James Harden performance, and no one is talking about him right now, Keith. Well, it's pretty easy not to turn the ball over when you walk everywhere you go. Just kind of slowly dribble up the court. No, I'm making fun. He, I mean, it is weird how maybe we've just, are we tired of it? He, he's never played that aesthetically of pleasing a brand of basketball for a lot of us. We're like, I don't like the grifting and the foul drawing. He does much less of it now. Maybe there's an argument it's because he's lost a step. And he does play, let's call it patiently and under control. He's he's not moving, not pushing the pace usually, but he does quarterback this Sixers offense and he's racking up these massive assist numbers. He's scoring when needed. You know, it's one of the things they know they have Embiid. They know they have Harden. I guess it's all the other pieces and trying to figure it out to become not just like a pretty good team and to become one of those teams that, you know, can come out of the East. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Keith, the Warriors went to Chicago, and would you believe it, they lost. They they are the second worst road team in the league, dropping to four and seventeen on the road after losing to Nikola Vucevic and the Chicago Bulls. 132-118. The Bulls beat the Warriors thanks to 43 points from Nikola Vucevic, a career high. Keith, the Warriors need a big man, but Nikola Vucevic was balling. I can't get over after the game, Steve Kerr's like, you know, just to stop, you know, you, you got to have a whole team effort to stop Vucevic. And my take was, I'm sorry, did you say Vucevic? You need a, you have Draymond Green, Kavon Looney, Andrew, like you, like guys, it takes a whole team effort to stop Nikola Vucevic. He's a fine player. He's a pretty good player. He does not fit the category of like, oh, it takes a whole team to stop Joel Embiid. It takes a whole team effort to stop Giannis and Jokic. And Nick Vucevic, when he's playing the Warriors. I don't know what to make of the Warriors this season. I am befuddled by this road record. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't get it, Dave. Like, what's going on? They made 21 three pointers and lost. Do you know how hard that is to do? That's, that's Keith, not a rhetorical question. I looked it up. Do um, you know how hard <laughs> it is to win a basketball game when you commit 23 turnovers and give up 31 points off turnovers? The Bulls only had turn, uh, 10 turnovers in this game. That's the story of the game, Keith. The Warriors yeah. continue to not value the basketball, but this is not new. They've been doing this the whole time, but there's a certain point where your windows are smaller. Your margin for error is less. The scouting report is caught up. And I'm not saying people have figured out the Warriors. These are the defending champions. 
But the championship hangover, and I don't know if maybe they were in Chicago. It's a, it's a fun city to go out. Maybe that was part of this, Keith. But I, I they suck on the road. The defense doesn't travel. Draymond Green, minus 24 in this game, Keith. Six turnovers. Well, it takes a team effort to stop a Nikola Vucevic, Dave. No, you didn't let me finish my stat. Teams coming into this game before Sunday, teams that made at least 21 three-pointers in regulation games won 91% of the time. They were 237 and 29. Clay hits eight three-pointers. I feel like the question mark for this season was like, well, I mean, if, if Clay can get back to where he was, like he had a great finals and all, but like, you know, coming back from injury, getting older, if Clay can give you a good year, they should be, you know, great again. Clay's giving you good play. Just they're they're losing all the time. And again, I wish I had a better grasp on on why. I know we pointed to the turnovers, but like individually, it's just every game. Like, how do you keep losing these games on the road when you're supposed to be a contender? And on paper, like you have your pieces. Like Wiggins played, Draymond played, Clay and Steph are there. Kavon Looney's out there playing, and you're losing to a Bulls team that had lost three straight coming into this game, doesn't have DeMar DeRozan, like is going through their own issues. They get enough out of Zach Levine, but it wasn't like a transcendent a transcendent game from Zach Levine. You just get Nick Vucevic going off. And the, the fact that the Warriors seem over and over now uh, unable to fix whatever ails them. I mean, they're under 500. Like how that seems like we're almost at the all-star break. I don't know if there's a, is there a panic button? Should someone press the panic button? Oh, because I believe I think, the panic button has been hit. Uh, when you when you say it takes a team effort to guard Nikola Vucevic on a team that has Draymond Green, and remember, minus 24 for Draymond Green, plus five for Kavon Looney in this game. So <laughs> clearly, like, I, I think Steve Kerr is trying to do a little bit of coaching through the media there, Keith. I don't, uh, yeah, m- maybe so. Maybe maybe he, he's calling this guy out again. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm at a loss how this team... Which honestly, I fear. I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a Grizzlies fan. I'm terrified of the Warriors. Like, I have scars from losing to the Warriors. And I, I keep thinking when people ask me, like, who's the favorite in the Western Conference? I'm like, you know, this team, this team, and also the Warriors. But then they keep losing. So I don't know if I'm wrong. Like, I don't know if I'm just, just dumb. I refuse I, to accept the information presented to me that the Warriors are very subpar. I still think I trust them come playoff time. Break up the Thunder. They've won three in a row. Shea Gildas-Alexander and Josh Giddy lead the Thunder into Brooklyn and a win over the shorthanded Nets. No Ben Simmons, no Kevin Durant, and that made it a little less of a problem for the Thunder as they win 112-102 to 102, thanks to 28 points apiece for Shea Gildas-Alexander and Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy was pretty nuts in this game. Had nine rebounds, nine assists, kind of doing everything for them. And then when you've got Shea out there, wow, that's a heck of a one-two punch, Keith. Giddy's incredible. I mean, Giddy is playing so well uh, over the past few games, and suddenly, like the Thunder, they're good. They're something. They should be I mean, buyers. Yeah, they, they've. Why? Yeah, honestly, Dave. Like, I feel like a lot of people we, we kind of make that joke, but like, just seriously, you have all the picks. What if you try to make your team better? Yeah. Because they're Dave. They're a half game behind the Warriors. They're tied with the Suns. They're they're going up the mountain right now while the other teams seem to be sliding down the mountain you have you have giddy you have shea and you have like you have two jalen williamses and it's like they're playing so well now and like they are tough and dort like showed off (laughs) against the nets and it's just like this is such a fun young team it's such a fun story 
what if they got other pieces? What if they got, what if they were able to pick up, like you don't have to short circuit your timeline, get a young guy, trade for a young guy. Gary Trent's very young. Uh, OG Anderson will be very young. Like they can age together with your with Chet Holmgren and, and whoever you might get in the draft next year. Although if they don't watch out, their their pick's not going to be very good. That's right. No, you mentioned Dort, twenty two points, five of seven from three. Basically, just everything working for them. And, and then for the Nets, man, it was just hey, they're shorthanded. It's tough. No Ben Simmons really was tough for them defensively. Kyrie Irving had fifteen points, was one of seven from three, seven of twenty from the field. Just tougher looks for him overall. I mean, you know, he's getting more defensive attention. And, and, you know, it helps to have Seth Curry coming off the bench, dropping 23 points. But it's it's not the same as having Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons out there. Right. When you when you replace Durant and Ben Simmons with Joe Harris and Edmund Sumner, that's a pretty uh, stark uh, difference. I mean, the one guy balling for the Nets is Nick Claxton. He's continued his streak of having three or more blocks uh in, I believe it's six straight, eight straight games now. I mean, he he had a huge game, 17, 13, and four blocks. But I can't get over this Thunder team. Where, like, even on paper now, it's no longer a surprise. It's like you look at that, you're like, oh, the Nets, oh, Ben Simmons is out today? Well, they're, they're in trouble. Like, I assume, I assume the no, Nets we, were done We said that they were the going to win, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're only yeah. four games back of the Sacramento Kings for the four seed, Keith. I really I love I, this. I, I'm just throwing down the gauntlet here. I, I want to see them... Get some pieces to round the team out and make a push for it. Well, be right, a playoff, like, be a real. Everything playoff is team. wide open right now. The Kings win on Sunday. They move a, a game and a half up on, on the Mavericks for fourth. Like the Kings have home court. I mean, they're not very far uh, ahead uh, uh, of the Mavericks, obviously. But like beyond that, six through twelve through thirteen is just clumped, and someone's going to go on a run. Someone's going to twist an ankle and be out. And it's basically whoever is ready to strike and whoever's, you know, ready to, to go for it. And, like, why not the Thunder? Like, why not the Thunder be ready to win some basketball games and then, you know, get some get some playoff reps, get Shea some important games again. Um, but, like, right, yeah, right now they're just a, they're a fun squad that has a lot of good stuff going on. And, like, they're, a, they're one of those teams that, like, veteran squads never want to play them at any moment, let alone when one of your main guys is out. Yeah, you said somebody's going on a run. Um it's probably going to be the Warriors. Let's just be honest. Nikola Jokic <laughs> hit a go-ahead three with 1.2 seconds left to pick up his 12th triple-double of the season and give the Nuggets a win over the scrappy Orlando Magic, who are better than their record would suggest. Aaron Gordon had 25 points in this game. Jamal Murray had 18. And Keith, the go-ahead three was set up by just, I, I imagine a boneheaded, like, I, I think it was just a mistake. I think that Jamal Murray thought they had a foul to give. They weren't ready. They wanted to get the defense set up. Yeah. So the Nuggets are up one and, and are defending the ball. Jamal Murray intentionally fouls Markel Fultz and sends him to the line with a chance to take the lead. Now, Fultz goes one of two at the free throw line. So they luck out there. They have a tie game. And then, you know, when you get Jokic in these clutch situations, you know he's touching the basketball. Defensive attention all over him. He hits one of these rainbow, you know, I would have called it a Larry Bird sort of three, the over-the-head three that he yeah. shoots, but now it's a Jokic three. Um, but it never should have gotten to that point because Jamal I, Murray just make, makes a real boneheaded play there. I mean, isn't you're, you're the 
European basketball expert. Isn't this the style? Isn't this no, the vote over one. there? <laughs> you don't foul you up just one. Up away, but you want the ball back. You want to get the ball back. You want to make sure you have the ball for the final possession. I don't know. Maybe maybe Murray just had a lot of faith in Jokic. What's funny about this Jokic three-pointer, and it, it might be used on the highlight clips, or it might be like an indelible moment that people say, hey, this is, you know, three straight MVPs. Look at this, what this guy does. Triple doubles and the stats are incredible. And his plus minus every single game. He's the best in the NBA at this. And uh, and you look at the game winner. But like this was, I'm going to say it. This was a, a bad game for Nikola Jokic. It's not a bad game for an NBA player. I mean, it was awesome. But for Jokic, this was not a good game. He, he missed the previous game with a sore wrist. Uh, he never takes games off, essentially. And I don't think he was totally right. He only attempted one field goal in the fourth quarter. It was a, it was this game winning uh you know rainbow three that swished in. I mean also there were storylines here for the Magic. You had the Bull Bull Revenge game, who started his NBA career w- with the Nuggets, got traded from the Aaron Gordon trade. Uh, Bull Bull like put Jokic on skates, dunked on him, put him on finished, a poster. Yeah yeah yeah. He finished with I believe seventeen points, and but still. It came down to the magic not having quite enough. I mean, you know, maybe Murray's thinking Marco Fultz not that great of a foul shooter. He's he's doing the math. He's like, my guy, my guy makes 70% of his mid-rangers. I'm going with that. That's 1.4 points. This guy makes only 66% of his free throws. We got a point lead. I like that math, Dave. You think I'm no, wrong? we're not giving him credit okay. for that. All right. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. For Keith Parrish, I'm Dave DeFore. Keith, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.